Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, November 17th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, I do this all the time. Yeah. Five days a week, in fact, yeah. Well, not not this. I'm talking about something Ah, else. Gotcha. So I have this thing where you you may remember this, you may not, with uh, Jennifer McHugh on a Some Like It Pop year-end episode at 2021, maybe Uh transitioned over in 2022, we made some pop culture um, resolutions. And one of mine was to see 52 plays outside of New York City this calendar year. I don't exactly, I need to go back, I need to add things, and I haven't caught, you know, I'm not up to date on my count. But I'm pretty close. But what happens is when I go to New York, like I miss two weekends usually of seeing shows. So I end up having like backlogs yeah. and it always seems to happen. So I'm going to a show this Friday, this Saturday and this Sunday in different parts Ooh, of Florida. Got to catch up. Uh, yeah. And then I'm going to have like two the next weekend. So it's like I go out of town. You would you think that's a vacation. Town, you miss a show outside of New York, and you see like seventeen shows in New I York. I saw eleven instead. shows, eleven yeah. shows in eight days, um, which is which is low for me. But so it's like <laughs> I'm never not running around seeing shows, which is great. Um, but I'm seeing uh, a production of She Loves Me this weekend. I'm seeing a Solid. production of Cabaret. Ooh. And I'm seeing a production of As You Like It. So those are the three nice. shows I'm seeing this pretty weekend. Good. Yeah, pretty good one. So I'm looking forward pretty to that. Good. I will Busy probably schedules. talk about Ooh. Yeah, I love it. And then I'm mixing in an Ohio State game in there as well. Of Not course. going to it because they're in Maryland. But I mean, uh, yeah. Anyway, you so you will hear all about all of those things here on Broadway Radio. And especially if you head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. All right. Let's get into the news. And ooh, boy. a ooh. I mean, I would say getting close to one of the bigger A-list stars to be on Broadway yeah. here in the last few years, Academy Award winner Jessica Chastain did announce her Broadway return yesterday. She will be coming this spring. No official dates were announced, but this coming spring in a revival of A Doll's House. Not A Doll's House Part 2. Different show. Don't Don't get get them confused. But she will be coming back in a production of Henrik Ibsen's A Doll's House, directed by Jamie Lloyd, with a new adaptation from Amy Herzog. Um, this is the this is the fourteenth production of A Doll's House uh, on Broadway, and this is a show that will be bringing Chastain back after she made her Broadway debut in The Heiress back in uh, 2012. And it's interesting in in the press release, she talks about how she's lived in New York for 20 years, and she knew she wanted to come back to Broadway during the pandemic when all of the theaters were closed. She would walk around the theater district. And it was really hard for her to see all of those, uh, all of those theaters closed. So she made a commitment that she wanted to come back to Broadway and she is going to be able to do that in this show. Um, I do think it'll be interesting with this show that has a lot of, uh, of topics inherently about women and their place in the, the a family and the place in the workforce and, and the arts in general. I think it'll be interesting Absolutely. to see how Amy Herzog is able to incorporate some of those things in what the press release calls, you know, freshly relevant takes on this classic story. Yeah. So I, I and also, will imagine what that'll be. Also, quote unquote, a radical new production, which I don't yeah. know I mean, what that entails ever when something is described as radical and how <laughs> radical it's going to be for that matter. But I'm excited to see it. I'm excited. Like you said, this oh, eternally relevant material, unfortunately. Um, 
So it will be fun to see. I was surprised. I had no idea this was coming and didn't know Jessica Chastain would be coming back to Broadway for that matter. And big Jessica Chastain fan, obviously. Yeah. She's yeah. fine. Oh, get over it. She's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean I honestly can't even remember the last thing I saw her in. Well, yeah, that's your first mistake. Yeah. Wasn't I think she was in a spider machine a Spider Man movie at some point, maybe? I mean, oh, well. I am absolutely the wrong person to be answering that question. Let's 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 see when the last thing I saw Jessica Chastain. <laughs> okay. Let's pull up the old Google machine here. She is a uh, she did study at Juilliard, so good for her. Congratulations she did. to her. Congratulations, yeah. Her and her and Chris Siebert's character from uh, usually the prom. I would usually I would say yeah exactly usually I would say congratulations on your debt, but I think she's okay. Yeah, she's, she's doing okay. She's she's made it out. Um, so the help was in 2011. Saw that. Okay. I saw The Martian in 2015, saw that. Molly's Game one. I saw in 2017, not a good yeah, one. Not a good one. No, she was in Dark Phoenix, which is an, uh, an X-Men movie, did not see that. Right. Yeah, so, so, so 2017, the 20- Aaron Sorkin- Molly's yeah. Game. Molly's Game, 2017. Mm-hmm. Not a good movie. Time to catch up. Um, she also did one episode Faye. of Veronica Mars. She did it. She did an episode of Veronica Mars back in 2004, which I'm sure I saw. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them all. So exactly. that, that's it. Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> go see Eyes of Tammy Faye. Yeah. Anyway, God. all right, so let's move on to something else that I will not be seeing just because I, I don't want to deal with the uh, the sad stuff. But Great. we have a couple different review recaps that I want to talk about. That's some pretty well-regarded and, and talked about shows that have opened off-Broadway here in the last couple days. The first one is from Playwrights Horizons, and it is um, a show that has had a couple different runs, both in Chicago and in London before coming to New York, and that is Pulitzer Prize winner Bruce Norris's play Downstate. Yeah. It officially... Began performances on October 28th at Playwrights Horizons and is currently scheduled to run through December 11th. It is directed by the great Pam McKinnon. At a registered address at Downstate Illinois, four men convicted of sex crimes share a group home where they live out their days post-incarceration. When a man shows up to confront his childhood abuser, it becomes hard to locate the line between justice and retribution. This gripping, provocative new play by Pulitzer Prize winner Bruce Norris zeroes in on the limits of compassion and forgiveness. Let's start the reviews with Laura Collins-Hughes, writing for the New York Times, she made the show a critic's pick. Of course. She said, quote, In Pam McKinnon's impeccably acted production that opened Tuesday at Playwrights Horizons, this deep, dark, tragic comedy pokes and prods at our compassion, checks the pulse on our sense of justice, taps our reflex response to charm, and charm, in this play, is both a tool of the predator's trade and a survival skill. Jackson McHenry, writing for Vulture, said, quote, Downstate comes to New York after acclaimed runs in Chicago at Steppenwolf and at the National Theater, and the experience shows in this disarming, talky smoothness. Pam McKinnon directing keeps almost all the conversations running with up-tempo precision, adding small details that unsettle you along the way. And then one more I'll talk about here is Robert Huffler writing for The Rap said, quote, the showier aspects of downstate, the humorous interruptions that plague Andy's initial confrontation with Fred or the complaints of foul odors that run throughout Act Two are rendered less obvious through Pam McKinnon's direction. McKinnon is the kind of self-effacing director who moves all signs of her work except for the final result. Great performances in an equally great play. Mm. This is one I think I mentioned with Grace on Sunday that I had multiple people ha- who have told me this is like you gotta see it. an 
epic theatrically important show. One person who saw it in Chicago, one person who saw it in London, okay. uh, both talked about it. I, I, and I'm sure it's great. I don't know that I, when I go to New York, I generally try not to see too many depressing shows. Um, Good you kind of, it's hard not to, yeah. uh, but I like to mix in things like go see into the woods, go see Angeliet, go see, you know, fun, upbeat stuff as well. This will be running while I'm in town again. So maybe I will slide it in there. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm supposed to see it Monday and same boat. I had so many people tell me that this was a necessity to see. So that I'm looking forward to. A Playwrights Horizons is always doing incredible work. And I mean, I was there on Tuesday, so there Tuesday. Night and maybe saw one of the best shows I've ever seen. Oh my God. Wow. So yeah, I, I need to think about it some okay. more, but what was it called? I'll, I'll catch as catch can. Okay. All right. Not catch me. Yeah. Is, not catch me if you can. No, no, different no. Show. Entirely. Very different show. Yeah. yeah. All right. The other off-Broadway show that I want to talk about is Camp Siegfried, the new best wall play directed by David Cromer mm-hmm. that is running through December uh, December 4th at second stage. It is um, set during a golden summer at the real-life Camp Siegfried, a picturesque campground on Long Island, where two teenagers find themselves on a collision course with youthful passion and unbridled extremism on the cusp of World War II. All right, so let's start this review uh, recap uh, also, of course, with the New York Times, this time from Jesse Green, who did not make the show a critic's pick. He says, basically, there's a lot going on in this play when it's only 80 minutes. Um, but he does say um, that perhaps a longer treatment would have allowed the characters to unwind more naturally, as it is the effort to keep the emotional and ideological stories in balance like opposing parties that demand equal time leaves both elements cramped and insufficiently expressive. Cromer's direction, with his usual quiet authority, is fluid enough to cover many of the logical cracks, and he counters the typical visual monotony of two character plays by maximizing the character's movement. They even build the podium during the action, something that he talks about uh, in in the review. So, mm. mixed-ish from, from Jesse Green. Yeah. Going back to Huffler writing for The Wrap, quote, back in the late 1930s, there was a camp dedicated to the politics of Adolf Hitler, spoiler alert, and located on the outskirts uh, of Yap Hank, New York. You can learn all about the place by reading a recent New York Times article titled How a Pro-Nazi Camp on Long Island Inspired a New Play. You will not learn much about that Nazi camp by seeing the lackluster new play that inspired Oof. the Times article. Uh, he continues, by zooming in so tightly on these two people, Wool, whose other plays include the silence-filled small mouth sounds, the generation-jumping sibling drama make-believe, and the body comedy mm-hmm. Grand Horizons, gives us a human glimpse into a horrific piece of history. Uh, and Bearcold and McNerney, who are the two actors in the show, making the New York stage debuts and the direction of David Cromer are fantastic in their emotionally and physically demanding roles. So plays not good, performances yeah. are, according to Hoffler in the rap. So seems about right. Yeah. You know, when Bess is on, she's the best. And when not, oof. And that's what this sounds like. Just not fleshed out enough. Yeah. And that's incredibly disappointing from somebody who is so intricate, like the aforementioned make-believe, which is exceptionally good. Yeah. It's always interesting to me because, like, when we talk about new musicals, and this is for obvious reasons because they are so complex and have so many people involved with them, it takes years, decades even, for new musicals to come to a New York stage. Plays, oftentimes – 
can be written in like have- yeah and, and turned out really quickly an afternoon at a coffee shop yeah, yeah. and i don't i'm not saying that best wall no, did this like not. in three months but like the turnaround is so quick like there are things that maybe should be respond you know uh, massaged a little bit or you have a commission from a show for a very delicate subject increasingly so yeah it's just uh it, it, I always find that interesting when you hear of a play that is feels like it needed more time to develop. When you compare that to yeah. a musical that almost feels like it is so overdeveloped that yeah. that you know you have those conflicting. By, by the time processes. it's produced, it could be dated. Yeah, exactly. The very opposite problem. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break from the news real quick and talk about our sponsor, Today Ticks. You all know what Today Ticks is. It is your one-stop shop for theater tickets that has the best value on tickets to Broadway, off-Broadway, cabarets, comedy, music, and so many other things. It is something that I use on the reg when I'm planning my trips to New York City and on doing so. Right now. I'm I'm hip. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Obviously, I'm a millennial. Down with the kids. Yeah. Hello, hello, my fellow, hello, my fellow kids. Um, Yeah, but I do. I go to the app, find out what I can get cheap tickets to, and just remind myself of what shows are actually going to be playing in New York when I am there. So you can download the app or visit todaytix.com to find whatever show you want, and it is incredibly easy to use. Just a couple clicks, just a uh, a couple taps of your screen, and you can have your tickets and. There's really no easier way to get tickets in New York City, as far as I'm concerned. True. And we are heading hard and fast into the holiday season. So, I mean, if you've decided to make a day trip, if you're planning your, you know, annual December Christmassy trip to New York, Today Ticks has tickets for you in so many ways exclusive pre sales, limited time offers, digital lottery programs, and day of discounted tickets. But, I mean, you might not be traveling to New York. You could be traveling to London. You can get tickets to the West End. You can also find tickets in cities across the country, around the world. That includes Chicago, L.A., D.C., San Francisco, Sydney, and more. And in just a little over a week, it will be the busiest mm-hmm. shopping day of the year. And oh, Today Ticks, yes. <laughs> and Today Ticks has everything you need with the Today Ticks Cyber Sale. So go download the app now, sign up, and you will be the first to know when they have their biggest deals of the season. So, see that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less. Go to todaytix.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code Broadway at todaytix.com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. One more time, todaytix.com slash Broadway, promo code Broadway. All right, a few bits of news that I wanted to hit here. Starting on March 21st at 2023, the Palazzo Theater inside the Venetian Resort on the Strip in Las Vegas will have a strictly limited seven-week engagement of six, the musical. They could have done six weeks. It's so annoying. That is very true. Why are oh, they not doing Hideous. Well, well <laughs> I Hold mean, on, let's good, see. good for the extra week of pay, but I mean, seven week engagement of six is very annoying to me. Well, that's 56 performances on eight show weeks. Maybe they're going to do an extra four to make it 60 performances. Ah, maybe. 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 Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Um, six, the second national tour, which would have been the Berlin tour, just uh, played Las Vegas a couple, probably about a month or so ago now. Yeah. So I don't know 
if this is going to be a completely new company or if this will be um, a a oh it looks like it's actually going to be no I, I scrolled down a little bit further it'll be the Aragon tour company which will be ah, the one nice. that I just saw here in Orlando so it'll be a different tour than what was playing the Smith Center earlier this fall which is very interesting I loved that company um, so I would definitely uh, encourage anybody out there to see that who knows I might make a trip out there to uh, visit uh, my sister and go. nephew and yeah head over to the strip play a little poker go see six go back and play a little more poker and go for that tickets yeah, will be on again. sale why not yeah there you go um tickets will go on sale today at 10 a.m pacific time which is 1 p.m new york time Back on the Broadway, yesterday, the company of Wicked announced a couple cast additions. Joining the production as Madame Morrible will be Tony Award winner Michelle Pock. She will start on uh, December 12th. And actually, this happened on Tuesday. Uh, Michael Wartella is returning to the role of Bach, a role that he has previously yeah. played. Um, he did it on Broadway in 2013, uh, starting Oof. in 2013, which is... Uh, a long time ago, but it's great that centuries. Um, I mean, that this show is still running. So uh, I think that is uh, yeah, is very very okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, they're doing fine. Real quick, Michelle Pock, do you know what show she won her Tony Award for? I don't, off the top of my head. Hollywood Arms is uh, oh, is the show. Interesting. She was also she was also a Drama Desk nominee for Cabaret and Crazy for You. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, um, real quick, our feel-good recommendation. It is that time when we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Broadway production of The Lion King. And as I was driving to the post office today, actually, I heard an interview with uh, Julie James talking to Julie Taymor. Uh, ah. But then Julie Taymor visited The View and brought puppets and did all of these things talked about him she uh, talked about the show talked about reopening after the broadway shutdown um she had the kind of talked through the puppeteers and all that stuff and it's always fun to remember um Whoopi Goldberg in the movie of The Lion King. She oh, played yeah. one of the hyenas. Of so like having her there, um, she was in cost in a costume as well, which was kind of fun to see. Cute. And uh of course Tony Award winning producer. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Obviously. EGOT, EGOT yeah. represented. I was going to say, put some respect on the name EGOT. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no yeah. disrespect to Whoopi. <laughs> Never. All right. That's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Thursday, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.